Far Cry's coming to America. Welcome to Hope County, y'all. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Triangle Square. B -b bonus, b -b -b bonus. Uh, this episode is going to be our thoughts and impressions on Far Cry Five. As a upfront thing, neither me or Saul have quite beat the game, no. but we are very close, or at least I am very close. I think Saul is. What have you? Where? I am. I am you had to fully your... done with one section, and I am about done with the second. So okay. I am almost two thirds. I'm done. halfway through the last section. Okay, so yeah, you you've had a little bit more time to play than so, I have, and I've played quite a bit of multiplayer and stuff. But yeah, multiplayer we are is fun. Triangle Squared, a PlayStation podcast. Uh, we normally come to you every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific and 12 p.m. Central Standard yeah, we Time do. on YouTube in video format or in audio only format on podcast services. If you enjoy what we do. Uh, give us a review if it's on podcast services. Those help us get a little bit ranked up higher so people can find us a little easier. And if you watch us on YouTube, hey, do what you want to do. Uh, but, hey, other thing is, if you like us, let your friends know about us. You know, that's and, one of those things. And let us know in the comments what you thought of Far Cry 5. Did Absolutely. you like it? Did you hate it? What's the story like? Too political? I hope not because... I don't really oh, we, see out of eye. To we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get, we're gonna get into that in the spoilers section of this. But let's start this thing well, off. Yeah, yeah, we will definitely say there is no spoilers until we make it so. You will definitely mm -hmm. know there will be a moment of silence after we say it. So if, if your computer freezes, you, you got a couple seconds to X out of there. One of the things I'm gonna say at the very, I, and I'm gonna say beforehand that's very, very, very lightly could be considered spoiler. It has something to do just with specifically the setup of the game, and it has a, it's a problem with. It's very light. It's a personal problem, but let before we get into all that, I'll make sure that that is all. You know, we'll we'll always uh, you know give a warning before we do anything that's even remotely spoilerish. But we will try and keep the majority, and I mean the majority, behind our spoiler wall. But Saul, first thing I want to kind of talk about, and I think it's the easiest way to do this from the non-spoiler side, is kind of talk about the mechanics, how much they stay true to the original Far Cry things, how much they change in a positive or negative way. Uh, and what people can expect from the changes that are there. So, uh, I mean, loosely, one of the things I want to do is I kind of want to see what you think because you're coming back for the first time since realistically Far Cry Two. Yeah. Though you dipped into three just a tad, very little, and did, those were wet. And you didn't play four or Primal at all. No. Correct. Okay. So with that being said, not at all. I think that we're going to come from very different stances on this because my thing is that I've come from playing Far Cry Two, Three, Blood Dragon, Four. Primal and now five. And, and another thing is that I played two on the 360, of course. Oh, and I played and on so PS3. I don't been think that'll be a... so long that a lot of those mechanics are lost on me. So I may be a good proxy for someone who's never played this series in a sense. Yeah. So I remember the story. I remember malaria. I remember a lot of things. Yeah. So one of the um, things that I know you'll remember that is obviously missing and and. and it was missing starting in three. Gun that's, jams. Gun jams. Yeah. Uh, that's something that when they took away, I. It was cool I understood for like the first two or three times it happened, and then it was annoying. Well, okay, I like the added the added challenge of that, but we're all, that's going all the way back to two. So hopping forward, three, four, none of those games have had gun jams. That was part of a move towards trying to be a little more accessible while still trying to maintain what felt like Far Cry. Um, so from a mechanic standpoint, a couple of the things I want to talk about are the game. Very first and foremost, the best way to word this is just the game feels unmistakably. Like when you're playing it from your moment to moment gameplay, it feels like Far Cry. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, even going back all the way to Far Cry 2, it feels like Far Cry. Uh, that's a great thing. I mean, that's 
You exactly. always you quirky. always hope that a game keeps its identity just enough that when you're playing it, you go, yeah. "This is that series." It and doesn't matter what they've changed, and this it does is that it series. well too. It, it's to me, and this is you know once again not saying much since I haven't played since two, and I remember bits and pieces of two, um, but. Yeah, but it feels it like feels you're coming great. home to yeah, something, it, right? Yeah, it almost feels natural. Like the everything about it has so far has felt pretty natural as as to what I was expecting jumping into it. Yeah, because so. you know Far Cry's always existed in this weird weird in between where it is a first person shooter and very unmistakably so. I mean, it's it's got a ton of first person shooter mechanics, uh, but with, then it brings things in that are typically res- reserved for third person shooters, which I actually like, which is the idea. And it handles it differently, but the idea of a weapon wheel, yeah, I uh, and, and that does come game. from the idea that you can carry multiple weapons, whereas a lot of more realistic shooters uh, and a lot of shooters in general you get like two uh, tend to go towards yeah, just a a primary weapon and a secondary weapon. It's either two or sometimes it's even limited to like a primary gun and a sidearm. Yeah, um, so not all games do that, obviously, and that's something that's been changing. There are other games in the first person genre that use it, normally very story driven, which uh, traditionally Far Cry has been. I would consider story driven uh it's part of the charm and build around far cry but from a mechanical standpoint of shooting a gun feeling the gun aiming the gun it feels like from two onward they've carried a similar feeling that just feels so good it's and it's one of those don't fix what's not broken things so i mean it's very snappy it's fluid it, it feels quick even at 30 frames per second it feels responsive yeah. I, I guess is the best I way to say it. i can't explain it there's just a satisfaction when playing. And it doesn't matter what really you're doing. It can be, you know, a couple things aren't as satisfactory as others. Like, vehicle driving is still kind of mad to me. Honestly, uh, of just as a quick butt in there, I mean, I hopped in a vehicle yesterday and I was just driving. And I've not done just a ton of vehicle driving in this. But I did, like, one of my first thoughts was... You know, for this game to not really be that important of driving, the driving mechanics in all of the all of the Far Cry so far have still been better than com- comparable games in open world well, setups. Because I honestly think that, like, from a standpoint, and this is just comparative to my own nature, I thought that it felt much more controlled and reasonable and realistic and grounded than it does in things like Watch Dogs. Yeah, uh, like the first Watch Dogs didn't play too, so I'm not going to count there. And even to a greater extent. Uh, earlier Grand Theft Auto games. So like when you try and compare it to other games in the genre, uh, I don't know about five. I know that four still had very wonky driving. I think for me though, it's first person. It's it's the first person thing. Probably. Uh, I'm just glad I don't have to look down at a map anymore. Why? Because that was what two was. Yeah, he was looking down at a map to find out where you're going. Oh, the the paper map. Yeah, the paper map. Yeah, that's not in this game, thankfully. Okay, well, so, so... for you, I mean, where do you stand on the mechanics? Because obviously, everything feels I mean, like, great. Yeah, all the way like down to like the way that the guns feel. I mean, like obviously, one of the things fantastic. we can touch on is that the game lets you play multiple styles. I mean, you can go oh. in balls out, guns blazing. Uh, I mean, that's See? one of probably the more the more. I don't want to. I don't know. I would feel like that would probably be a more common approach in the game because Which is it exactly feels good. What I do, yeah, it feels good to be. I mean, that game does handle being very hectic very well yeah. uh, but one of the things that i've always loved about far cry games is actually taking the much more slow tactical approach um so uh one of my things on the mechanics and i am curious as to your thoughts on it coming back in um one of the first things that has carried over from even three and i think that they were even in two in some capacity is the alarm system and the idea that there's always backup uh, you know, there's, there's always the ability called. for reinforcements to be called, and you can take these towers, and if you can stealthily do it, you can take them out. 
uh, before anybody can reach them and they won't even know what's going on. You'll still see people run to them and say, oh, someone's messed with their comms. Uh, I love that. I think that's a cool added feature. Uh, but there's something that's very satisfying about that, and that does come from me coming from more of a I love to play games in the first person genre like Dishonored and these like stealth games that take the first person perspective. Yeah, I like those. I thought Thief was really good uh, in that Still sense. Play that. Thief was a I mean a weird game and did a lot of things oddly, but I mean as a feeling, it felt very good to play moment to moment, like just moving around. Okay, um, and and that carries through with this. And when you're moving around and keeping that stealth profile. Uh, it feels fun to like almost be seen and then just to pull yourself back just enough to not be seen. And that's something it does great is that, you know, there's too many times in which I found, you know, playing, say, Grand Theft Auto or um, like even Fallout, you know, where I feel like that I kill somebody and I feel like that I was saw by somebody who wasn't there. Or I feel like that the stealth kill was compromised by something that they would not have actually seen. And I feel pretty good in this game. That unless I shoot an enemy down and they die in plain sight, of course everybody will kind of see and they'll they'll be looking around and they'll call alerts, but they won't immediately know where you are, and that's what I like the most about it. Um, speaking of like stealth stuff, is that's how I play this game, uh, and that's how I you know always uh, think I will. Only till like yesterday, no, yeah, yesterday before I went to work, I played it and I went in guns blazing. And I just did that for fun because I was like, I disabled both of the alarms. I'm just going to go ahead and go through here and and, and blow everything up. But what I was doing uh, normally is I have a silenced assault rifle with a red dot. I have a silenced sniper rifle with the highest zoom scope, which isn't that far. That's a complaint. Um, and then, of course, a, uh, a bow and then a silenced pistol. And my favorite thing is to sneak in after I spot everybody, take out the comms, and then kind of back away and then using my pistol, my sniper, my bow, any of those weapons to kind of pick people off. That's one way. My second way is similar in taking out comms, but it's also running through and then just snapping necks. Yeah. And it's so satisfying. So, I mean, I guess um, where this comes into, like, mechanics is that, obviously, like we said, the game supports multiple play systems. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and, and what we mean by that is not just the ability to do these things, but the ability to do them all what I would consider well. I mean, when you're going through a stealth it feels responsive and good to really snap to cover, use that to try and hide. You have your indicators on the map, on your screen, Which around your really HUD well. that show you. And that it's like, okay, there's not a lot. Uh, people can't see you right now or they can see you, give you a moment to kind of try and move yourself and hide yourself. But if you're in two plane of obvious sight, you can be seen instantly. Yeah. Um, so all that feels very responsive. It feels good. It feels like the game supports that. And that it was, I mean, everything feels like it was designed specifically to do that. Uh, I love that when you go and snap people's neck, there's like a, there is every now and then that that break of immersion where realistically you know someone seen, should have seen you, but they didn't yeah, catch you and you I think and you're at a weird angle and you still really break their common, neck. Yeah, like that even happened in Metal Gear Solid Five. Which- sure. And I mean that's just one of those things that it, it, it's always the barrier of how smart can AI be, and, and while also being balanced to be what most would consider fair, because uh, you know ones if if it's, if they ask two. You know, oh my God, right on you! Like there, it's it's way too um, it's aggressive. I guess yeah. would be an aggressive AI. Uh, then slight mistakes start to feel like they're costing you a lot. And with a game like Far Cry, it's about that moment to moment fun. So they're trying not to break that. So that also feels good. The fact that even the occasional mess up isn't just completely destroyed. Um, 
you know, it, it doesn't completely ruin your, your run through at that particular time. Uh, the shooting, when you do want to go all out, I mean, if you even actually, we'll stick on the stealth side. Uh, when you pull out your, your, you know, it, when, even though you have complaints about the scope, I mean, the scopes feel good. Oh, it feels yeah. good. It's the, just, the sway is the natural. Was you have the, the, the holding better. your breath feels right and good. I mean, the moment to moment gameplay, and I keep using that wordplay, but I mean, it's just so it's well done. Yeah. And I mean, I have not, the only thing I wish I would have actually done that I've not gotten to do uh, is co-op. So I'm not sure how it, how it works across two, but I feel like the game would support that well just from the building, you know, the the, the base mechanics that are given to each player. I can't imagine that there'd be any reason that they would mess with each other at all. Um, but I've not done co-op yet. I'm sure that there's plenty of our listeners who have. So uh, I'd be interested. I mean, if, if y'all want to shout out to us and let us know how, how co-op works or just hop into co-op with us one of these days. I got to get some trophies for it anyway. Yeah, um, throw a comment down there if you yeah, like co-op. Yeah, but moving on. On from from you know the combat mechanics, I mean the, like the driving mechanics, like you've said, I feel like are firm enough, are solid enough that they get the job done and more. They they're not just like oh I'm going to drive because this is the quickest way, but it's not fun to do so. Right, uh, it feels good, it feels rewarding, and then the different. I mean, being able to work the combat into that into the way that f- still feels good. I, you know, once you get in the car. You can't use the weapon wheel anymore when you're driving, uh, but you do get the ability to use your sidearm. It'll pull up a reticule that will automatically snap to enemies uh, while you're driving, which is a useful uh, feature. You, I think you could probably turn that off because there's aim assist that you can turn off completely in the game. I did that um, too, yeah. But I'm not sure if it affects like that. Um, but my point being is that it, it lets you continue driving and do what you're trying to do while still picking off enemies and keeping people from bombarding you when they get all the way around you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, the the flight is also really good too, like flying a helicopter, a, yeah. pl- a plane. That's also really good, and I love the wingsuit. You know, that's a Far Cry staple, uh, or it's been in Far Cry three and four, right? Yeah, and yeah. I, it I, wasn't in two, but was it's, it, it was introduced in the game very late three. So was it in Primal? No, I don't think so. Okay, I, I thought that'd be weird, but who knows if Mammoth Skin could. That's the one I most recently <laughs> played, but I know that I'm not. I know I didn't do it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so like the wingsuit's really fun. Eventually, I unlocked a perk that allows me when I fast travel, I to drop airdrop. in. Yeah, and it it feels really cool. I just imagine I'm getting dropped off by a helicopter. And I'm just yeah, like, and so, something I mean, else. The, you the know, flying mechanics are surprisingly good because the other games have always had some form of like a little gyrocopter. Yeah, uh, throughout. I say two um, didn't work that two, well, if I remember. Yeah, right but I, and I can't remember if two had it, but I feel like it did. But three and four had it, it for sure. Um, and it felt. I mean, it felt good enough. Uh, to travel and it was useful because it gave you the ability to go long distances pretty quickly which is important when you're going to new areas that you've not quite gotten fast travel stuff to uh, I was actually kind of surprised by the addition of planes it's one of the few additions where I'm like they're really trying to add something in that they really weren't bothering in before and the setup makes sense I will say though both 3 and 4 should have been able to carry planes and there, while there is a flight section in 3 uh, it's obviously not as worked out as this um, I mean, this is full on, like you can hop in a plane or a helicopter and, yeah, and, do your, and, and there's full sky combat that again, leaves a little bit to be desired, yeah. but it's still a good first attempt. I think that that's oh, yeah. and smooth on them. Just having in the game is an added bonus at that point. Like it just works yeah. pretty well for and, what it is. And so one of the mechanics that ties into that, which is like a base setup for how the game works is that there are hubs that you can go through and you can buy vehicles at, or you can buy planes and stuff at, and you buy them once. And once you've bought them, you can go in, you can go into your list, and you can choose it and you can hit drive and it'll spawn it for you. Um, I think that's good. There's a, and, and there's enough of these areas that if you ever feel like you're being too slow of traveling or you're wanting to go do something that you can change your method of transportation pretty quickly, pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, 
another mechanic I want to move on to. Uh, I think that we pretty much covered uh, traversal pretty well, uh, including the combat, including yeah. the wingsuit. The wingsuit feels very, really good. I will say that, and it's been consistently responsive across all three games. It feels good. It makes sense. You have a natural like pull back. And, and I like to keep going. Uh, you know, to pull to keep your altitude pulled down if you want to kind of dive yeah. more. And I like that when you deploy your parachute using the wingsuit, it actually pulls you back out a little bit. Yeah. Like as as if your parachute was actually catching wind and pulling you up. Yeah. So I mean, it, it feels well. very authentic. Yeah. Uh, but the next thing I wanted to move on to was the idea, and it, and they've been in every game, uh, every game so far. But this one did it in such a different way that I actually did enjoy this change. So one of the things about this game that's new is the idea of guns for hire that are specialist. Uh, so gun for, guns for hire still exists in the game from a normal standpoint, but you can actually just liberate someone, walk up to them. If you don't have a normal follower set up right now, then you can just hire them. They'll pick up a gun, and if, if they're able to be hired, if people are different. But uh, they'll pick up a gun, and they'll just start following you. That's cool. Yeah. Already a good addition. In the previous really games, you had followers. to use like a token. You'd use like a you'd use a guns for hire token and it would spawn people to come help you. Uh, and it would be people who were like that you helped liberate their outposts yeah. and stuff. Uh, this one being more of a direct approach, it, it does feel right. Like you directly help this person. Maybe you've inspired them to go above and beyond, or maybe they feel like they owe you something. There's, right. there's a weird connection that I actually think is good about that. And mechanically speaking, it feels like it makes more sense and not having to keep a token, uh, for it. Like you did in the previous game. Um, being able to do that's great, but you'll find these very specific areas where you can do story missions that are optional story missions, uh, and they will give you the – or actually, I think you do the story missions, and they'll give you the ability to do a further mission that's an optional story mission to get this uh, – there's there's gun-for-hire specialist, and then there's fang-for-hire specialist, uh, and the fang-for-hires are like – I, I mean – you get cheeseburger, the diabetic I, uh, bear. I, I wouldn't consider these spoilers personally, but yeah, you get there's a dog, no, there's a cougar, all, yeah. and there's a bear. It's a grizzly bear, and um, I'm not gonna go into their character traits, but they have their own uses, and it actually feels like the specialists have a real purpose, um, and that they all do something very specific, and they actually help you in different ways. Not all of them directly follow you, which starts to feel like a good setup because sometimes you want to support without having to have someone constantly around you. Like I've actually played the majority of this game without anybody. I, I've, I've, that's I've never had a companion. Yeah, at all. I've had. It feels I've had so one good. twice. It feels so good to be by myself. Partially, why I did it is the game's use, and I guess that is one of those things that we can start to move into. Um, the gun, like we were saying, guns for hire are just are are one and done. You, yeah. you get them, and then you can assign one, uh, and they're assigned to the a, a, a directional pad button, so you can actually like push the button. Uh, you can go tell them to go to a specific spot. You can aim at an enemy, pull them up in your thing, and then and then if you hit the button, it'll target them and the. The fang for hire or gun for hire will go out of their way to kill that person for you. And different ones will do different same things. Some of them will go out guns blazing while some of them will try and be more stealthy. Right. Uh, which is also, I think, is good because now the specialist, you start to choose based off of your gameplay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, perspective. So, you, so that's a good way to tie all this. It always fits how you Every, play. Uh, it, the game does such a good job of tying everything back into trying to either aid or go against or just compliment your, you. yeah yeah or complimenting your your combat style so yeah like herc is is a it's like an explosive specialist yeah and then you have uh um, there's air specialists the and there's cat. multiples What's of those the cat's name? peaches peaches yeah she's, she's still yeah and i like see i've used her see I, I thought about using her because um i forgot what it is i know she sneaks up she doesn't mark because that's the dog right okay I, like i no, said the, I the dog marks uh okay the re the cougar and one of the few times it's been good is that um she will help you. Like if you die, 
you can choose to cling to life and you have, and then you have a little circle around right. you and she will come to you as long as she can reach you and she will lick you and it takes a few seconds, but basically she'll kill, she'll clean your wounds up and you can get back That's up. That's kind of cool. Uh, so it's useful for that. But like yeah. I said, everything complements. So there's like a cycle in this game or like, not a cycle. I guess it's a, um, what would be a great, a good word for it? It's like a synergy to everything. Yeah, where everything tries to loop back around to trying to make sure that the combat is as fun as possible. And then it just, uh, it, it continues to go. So, I mean, it, it works really well in that sense. Um, but what I was wanting to move on to, Lord, done lost track. What were we talking about <laughs> right before? Uh, Guns for Iron Companions. I guess I, I was trying and to say he- something else uh, about the way the companions work. Uh, or about something that the companions made me think of that led into. Um, I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. Regardless of how that works, it's just I'm glad that everything feels like it's there for a reason, then and that it goes back to complement your combat. Um, I'm trying to think of other new things. Like one of the changes, I guess I can go ahead and say uh, is interesting because it's not the first time we've seen a new Ubisoft game in their attempt to try and change things up. Though this game does it in a in a less far less drastic, uh, and and I have my thoughts on that. But a far less drastic measure. Um, one of the things that they've done is that all the games have always had a mini map. Uh, and it was always in the bottom left corner, like you've come to expect. Uh, that has been taken away Gone. and actually been replaced by the same thing that Assassin's Creed Origins chose to use, which is a compass bar, uh, similar to Skyrim. The HUD is very um, clean in this game. It's a very minimal HUD. Yeah. The only nice. thing that's realistically on your screen is the compass. Is the compass up front, and it gives you, you know, you, you it tells you what direction you're kind of going. It gives you where enemies are. You can see them uh, in terms of just what general direction they are. Yeah, like a little and red it, diamond. It'll it'll kind of show you how far away you are from certain objectives or from certain outposts or things that you have or have not completed. Uh, that's a nice change. Clearing the HUD up is surprisingly fun, uh, and we were talking about the HUD being clean. There are things that come up when they're contextually important. Like when you shoot the gun, you see the HUD come up for your ammo, and it's still small and out of the way, but you can see it. Yeah, like main quest uh, it's, it's unobtrusive. golden. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. It's, un- it's unobtrusive, uh, and it comes up when you shoot, and it goes back away uh, after a few seconds of you not shooting when they basically understand that you're not going to be shooting anymore. Right. Um, and that, that goes into stealth, so you can still be in... And you can also tap square to check your ammo capacity and stuff you currently have. Like, I'll be wandering around, and it took me a while to realize, like, like do I need to stop right by the shop and buy ammo? And I, I'd hit Y or triangle, triangle real quick just to make sure that I had ammo. Yeah. You can actually just tap square, and it shows your current gun's capacity and stuff that you have. Yeah. Yeah. And one way I'll do that, too, so I can see all my stuff at once is just pull up the weapon wheel that too, and look yeah. at everything. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's that, that's one way to go about doing it. But that, that, that change for the, the HUD uh, is really nice. Seeing the game be that clean is a good change. Now, one of the things I'm going to go to, I, I want to wrap up mechanics uh, or you know, small changes at least to the way the game is set up. Uh, I'm trying to think of other changes. Uh, one of the things that you will know, and this is uh, basically a mechanic, is that the, the previous games would always use the idea that you're going to climb a radio tower, you're going to set, you're going to set this radio tower back up, now communications are open, and, now your map and it's going to pull the map bigger. out, and you're going to see everything that's an event that you have or have not completed, uh, if depending on what you've done. And there are multiples of these per sector, I guess is what you'd want to call it, because right. the games have always been kind of set up around the idea of people will have their own section of a map and they will be like a, the main bad guy for that section. You'll work through the whole section. You'll get to them and you will kill them and then you'll continue on with what you're doing uh, or whatever. You, you may not kill them, I guess. I, it depends on what story you're playing. Um, but that, that does continue on in this game. You do have an over map and that over map is divided into sections based off of leaders basically. Yeah. Um, 
So having the ability to get rid of the radio towers, and which I actually liked that the game they joked about the it game, at the very beginning. The game talks about it, and they make it known that hey, this is something that we're going to be changing. So I, I like that they're doing it in a lighthearted way. That's yeah. cool, uh, while also kind of referencing referencing the history of the series. Yeah, um, it, it was it was pretty funny when I first heard it. Yeah, my opinion that's a welcome change. Uh, oh yeah, not that it was annoying because you had far less games of doing it. Yeah, that's true, uh, <laughs> but it's refreshing. And I enjoy that that's something that I don't have to think about doing every time I do something now. Uh, instead, you get into an area. And you just explore. Like, your map's And there. as you explore, basically you have a fog of war yeah, kind of going on. It's, it's, it's and of, as you go through it, it'll brighten up and you'll see the, the real color of what you're doing. Which still doesn't, like, hinder you in any, like, way. The fog. Actually, no. I didn't realize that there was fog on the map until, like, well, and it's basically like they gray the areas out, and as you move yeah. through them, it'll open up and kind of expand. I wouldn't necessarily call it fog of war as much as it's obviously just trying to show you what you have and have not right. been to. It's not. It's not. And, and even then, like main mission locations are still visible too. Yeah, that way you'll know where you're going. Yeah. Which, I mean that makes sense. I would write that across all my games, um, especially how big this game feels because the game feels huge. So the game kind of takes that idea, and one of the ways that they try and make the game feel good, which I actually think is nice, is the idea of they're, they're called prepper stashes. Uh, and basically what's set up for a prepper stash is there's, mul- there's multiple in the area that you're in. And you go and you'll read a setup that tells you basically of why, what someone's done or why they may have moved something into a specific stash. Or you'll save somebody who gives you this information too. Yeah. or, or Well, basically what they'll do is just tell you where it's at on the mini-map so that you can go there. You can still yeah. run by them organically. Um, but once you get there and you read it, it'll be inside of a box. It'll be something like, hey, if you're doing this, then this is where my stuff's hidden. Or, hey, if you're my family and you're looking for something, this is where the stuff is. Or, hey, I've left. Here's stuff if you can use it. But the setup allows you to, and it, and it uses it almost like puzzles uh, because it'll actually take this to try and make you do different things in the game to try and come back, solve what you need to do to get into these prepper stashes, and you're yeah. rewarded handsomely for it. So one of the mechanics we hadn't brushed up on uh, yet is um, – skill tree and actually it's less of a tree and more of just a skill list and what i like about it is that uh to finish the thought specifically on the prepper stashes did you get money from the prepper stashes and you go in and every prepper stash has uh, three perk point magazines basically they're survival magazines you pick them up they give you a perk point the idea behind this uh is that when you go into your menu i mean just like every other far cry game so far you build points uh through other things there's challenges in this game that you can do that give you points so Which a lot of things fun. start to try and tie back into it and a lot of them are trying to reward you for varying up your gameplay style like so getting so many kills with one type of weapon so many kills with a with a sniper rifle so many kills with a rocket launcher and you get rewarded for that there's rewards that you get for getting kills with certain types of specialists um there's yeah. are certain like are certain types of uh, projectiles or uh, grenades, throwables, things like that. Uh, but the way the progression system game and works in this game is so much more fluid in this game. And it's actually Liam mentioned it in the thing the other day, and I mean, and it was one of the first things I noticed too when you're playing the game is that. Things are not arbitrarily locked behind other skills that you have to do to branch yeah, out. Yeah, you can way. unlock the like the second to last. I think you there have to are have there are very very few, and locked. I mean like maybe two that are tied to a progression, and it's because it's the same skill getting bumped over and over right. again. And there's and there's maybe one or two. I, I know it's not over two, uh, but the idea behind it is that um, from the beginning you can start to build this character setup the way you want. Uh, which is great. I mean, and I that's, highly, I highly recommend a pair, uh, the the grapple hook and then the gliding suit. Yeah, as your first two up nodes. Sure. 
Sure. Uh, but those upgrades are great. They make the game feel like you're getting to grow your character organically, uh, which is probably the best thing about the game. Uh, but that does lead me to one of the ones that I... <laughs> okay, I'm going to finish it up first. So going back to the idea of perk points and what they do um, real quick is that they've added what's called arcade mode to this game. Yeah. The arcade mode is also an idea of getting you, giving you something to change up and break up the gameplay. It basically puts you in a map. Uh, gives you the ability to just, you know, hop in. There's team deathmatch, uh, deathmatch for actual multiplayer if you want to do those. If you want to do solo and co-op, then you can actually go through and do like a bounty hunt or a custom-made map they've done that is like a uh, an outpost. Sometimes and, they're and very large, the, and I was actually the impressed. Map editor. Yeah, and there is a map editor if you want to make the, your own. The or famous play map editor. editor. They're, they're Which fantastic. has been gone since, too. Has it really? Yes. Uh, no way. I'm fairly, fairly positive. I spent a lot of time That's in it in two. Terrible. Though. Yeah. Two. Dude, um, I spent half my game in there. I was. Just, I would just make tall mountains and then just glide off of them with a paraglider. <laughs> oh man. A paraglider. Or hang glider. Yeah, that's right. That game was really big on hang gliders. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I would, or I would do like a, a big old ocean around me and like that would freak me out because it'd be like real tall, deep water. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, but. That have so have you played arcade mode? Much? I have. Uh, I played like probably ten rounds total of team deathmatch and various maps, and then um, I have not messed with the map editor at all. Have I'm you like, done any of the solo co op stuff? Like uh, no. Oh, okay, I would advise doing that just to, like, just to see what it's like. It's pretty fun. There's some pretty big outposts that you like. There's one that's like an entire island. Uh, and it's an outpost of enemies. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And they're really and they're spread all fan made, right? And there's like no, nah, some of them are Ubisoft made. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the one I'm talking about is Ubisoft made. But Somebody point made, made uh, create time map. Oh it was, lord, it looked so bad. <laughs> oh lord, people have done Nuketown and stuff for multiplayer. No, I, I see. I actually played on one of those that did not look that. It didn't look that bad at all, actually. No, it yeah. looks like a pretty good recreation. But going back into the progression system uh, part of that is that that starts to reward you, and one of the things the game continuously does well, like we say, is loop everything back to your core core gameplay experience of combat, and that's by also letting the perk points that you get in arcade mode, no matter how you get them, uh, back into your uh, perk points that are, are persistent through your campaign and your normal character. So... Uh, one of the things about that is that there's a level system tied to this, and that's what your rewards are tied to. So I don't know if there's a level cap on it or not, but basically as you continue to play arcade, no matter how you're doing it, uh, it'll start to compile your wins and your points and how well you do versus how bad you do. If, like, if you die too early, you'll still get some experience, which levels you up, but you'll get more if you complete it, and even more if you complete it without being seen or things yeah, like that. You know, that's that's um, kind of cool. Which is a good back in and it makes you feel like you have a reason to do well and you're getting rewarded for it and pulling it back into your main campaign means that you can change up your gameplay pacing uh, you can get through with an area and like, I kind of want to get away from the open world do something more structured a little more fun with a different idea behind it be it multiplayer or a specific bounty hunt or go through this entire area and kill every enemy um, and it gets progressively harder as you do so things like that and then some of them are even called like um events or something where I could go through and it's like a journey I think is what it's called and you'll work your way through a weird area like an obstacle course basically that's kind of cool it's very odd some of them I'm are weird like there's one that has like there's like one that has clocks floating and like it, as you're walking it starts inverting the walls on you uh, it's pretty wild so 
breaking the gameplay pacing up by letting you do something different, but then letting you reward yourself back into the main gameplay, it feels like you're taking a break, but you're still benefiting yourself in the campaign, which is nice. Right. Uh, that kind of idea, it was something that uh, other games have attempted in their own ways, one of them being Killzone Did- Mercenary. Uh, the idea that you had one stash and that your money from your campaign oh, yeah. and your money from your uh, multiplayer com- escapades were all in one pool, and that you could use that money across. That way you could already have a good setup for multiplayer if you played the campaign. You came yeah. in. I or like that versa. idea. Uh, so it lets you kind of pull in that way. I think that that's something that we need to see more often in games. So I think that that's a great way to reward players. Uh, and it's just uh, it's an interesting idea. I mean, I've, I co-op is one of the biggest pushes they had on this game, and they have multiple ways to support that idea. Yeah. And that's cool. Uh, even being able to play the whole game was like that. I mean, they've been pushing co-op since 4. That was one of 4's biggest pushes. Uh, and I remember that. So, I mean, Primal did not worry about it. As far as I can remember, I, I mean, Primal was a reskin of 4, so it's not surprising to me they didn't worry about it. They didn't have any multiplayer component, which Wasn't is Wasn't Blood Dragon a reskin of 4, or was that a reskin of 3? Uh, 3, and that wasn't even a reskin. It wasn't a standalone. It was a... Um, I don't think... It may have been standalone eventually. I can't remember, but, but it was part of the season pass. Uh, for I don't know. I thought it was a. I thought it was like a remake with weird graphics and stuff. No, Blood Dragon was just. I mean, it was the same engine as three, just like uh, Primal was the same engine as four. It was just set up to be played wildly different. It had its own storyline and everything. So I did come across a uh, a uh, well. I'll wait for that for spoilers, just in case. Okay. Well, we're, we'll move into spoilers in just a second, and we'll try and well, kind of wrap those up. But so, what did you not like about the game? That's not spoilers. Okay, so from a mechanical standpoint, one of the things that they've taken away, this is another change to wrap all that up, is uh, in 3 and 4, and 3 being the main one, they introduced the idea of hunting, and they made the game have a bigger RPG backlog, which made it feel more rewarding to, again, be able to build your character in your own way. And it's funny, because this game did that in some ways better than 3 and 4 did, but then 3 and 4 did it it in some ways better uh, than this one. So now they've moved all the ability of being able to like increase your ammo and stuff. They moved the ability to have an extra gun and extra holsters and all that. It used to be tied to hunting, right? Getting skins, uh, finding the specific hunting grounds on the map of specific animals and then making sure that you got them and then getting done, taking back after you get everything done and then crafting this holster. Now you have a new holster. And that means you could, you could, if you wanted to hop into the game and the first thing you wanted to do was go and just hunt, 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 hunt and build your character up to a max of like I can hold all four weapons right now before I've ever even done. Well, I mean, you've done probably at least one mission, but yeah, you know, uh, when, before I've completed much to. of the game, uh, yeah, you could increase your wallet size so you can carry more money. You could increase. Is there a money cap in this game? I wonder. No, I haven't hit it. No, I, I, I as far like as I'm eight, aware, no. I, I've carried like nine um, or eight or nine grand. Yeah, so I mean, right now I'm at like fifty two hundred, so or fifty two thousand. Sorry, um, I just bought all kinds of things. I've bought stuff too, but that's why I'm probably a little bit lower. Right now, but yeah, that idea of being able to like increase your your uh, grenade storage, your arrow storage, you could build you could you build a quiver, you could build. I mean, everything was like okay, I can build my character the way I want to, and I don't have to waste any points or any time or anything on something I don't need. Right, right. But majority of it you'd wanted because it was like a way to build your character. Well, while that was there, all of that's been moved to the perk point system in this new game. I don't like the de-emphasis of hunting because here's my problem: it's still in the game, but for the only sole reason is to just get more money. Yeah, the I, only thing that I, hunting I, is useful for is to get skins to sell. You reminded me, like, because I don't think hunting was a thing in Far Cry 2, was it? It was not. Okay. No, that was something that was and, specifically a new addition to 3, and it was one of the things that made 3 feel 
so RPG-like. So 2 being the one I've not played in the longest, I don't remember if 2 had this, uh, but 3 and 4 carried the idea of being able to pick up different herbs so that you could, cra- you could craft syringes, which would be like your med kit. Right. Uh, and you could... I don't, I don't remember... I don't remember two. I don't. I feel like it did, but I, I know that two had the the Far Cry staple that I cannot believe they have removed, and it just makes me so mad because I still just miss it. Is the ability to have? Uh, okay, so basically, this game has got one big health bar that slowly goes down, and then if you just wait, it'll eventually work itself way, way back up. The way that Far Cry three, four, and even two did it is that you had health segments, kind of similar to Resistance one and Resistance three, where. Um, when you got shot, if you were still within that same block and you hid within time, that block would refill. Right. If you got down to your third block out of the four, it wouldn't. It would only refill the third one if yeah. you stopped getting hit. So it would refill on a block by block basis, and then you'd have to heal yourself. Well, one this of the ways the other fully recharges your health. I just never realized that. It does. Like, it just you now. Just do you hide. remember one of the staple things from two, and it carried over into three, four, and primal is the ability to get into cover. And then slowly heal yourself by like popping your finger back yeah, into place, yeah, or, or, dig, or, or digging a bullet yeah, out of your hand, knife. and like, or, or or taking a lighter and burning a wound and then sealing it up. So it'll and like you'd heal yourself, and eventually the perks would let you bump it up to where when you did that self healing, it would heal even more. And now, it's and just, then you had the syringes for when you wanted to be back to full health, yeah, and and not didn't have time to keep digging stuff out of you. And right? now it's just the wrapping of the bandage around your hand. And the only and see or the way you used to fire. do it was triangle, right? And that would be the way you'd let out fire and stuff if you wrecked a car and you got hurt and you wanted to heal yourself while you're driving you'd pull glass out of your hand yeah it was a new it was a really cool idea for immersion i mean it was really when it first started doing it it was very new it was the idea of healing yourself slowly by a whole like real methods like dig a bullet out of your side and then wrap yourself yeah. up so it was never and on your side those- it was always like in your leg or in your arm so that you could visually see it because it's a first person game and they wanted you to get that and experience. they take all those special they took them all out all the special animations and i hate thing. that i hate that. I, I completely forgot about that until this moment like, and like, so that that's, so it, may, it may not be something you rec- you realize until now. Uh, I think me. if you if you've been a long time Far Cry veteran and you've been wondering how this game changed, what's funny is that they did not spend much time on the marketing campaign talking about the fact that this game was going to try and be a big shakeup. It did not need now, a marketing campaign. N- <laughs> Everybody, we're gonna did. get we're gonna get into that in a little bit. That's gonna be part of spoiler territory, and I, I, it's actually some things I have problems with. Uh, in terms of the way the game was sold versus the way that the game actually is turning out. Uh, I mean, See, I don't remember how obviously we think marketing. the game is great. Yeah. Uh, and now when I say marketing, I mean, that also means things that, like what they show you at conventions and I didn't, and press I didn't conferences. So, I mean, the way they've sold the game from the get-go and the way they've tried describing the game, they didn't bring a lot of these changes to, to bear, which is fine. Really, it was kind of a nice surprise to get the game and and learn that I didn't have to climb up a bunch of towers and things like that. Uh, but the game starts to try and minimize the things that I thought were the most unique about Far Cry and replace them with an attempt to be accessible, which I just don't feel was necessary. I think that you make the game accessible by making the... They did a lot of it. They made the game accessible by not making you grind over getting these stupid things, like going and doing this radio tower. Yeah. Um, if they would have left the option in for hunting to build your own things, that would have been great. If they still wanted to have it to where you could do perks. I, I mean, I get some of the ideas behind it. But it seems like it's an attempt, and this is probably going to be my closing argument about the game as a whole. Okay. I love the game. I yeah. absolutely love the game. It's extremely fun to play, and, and at the end of the day, that's what Far Cry is about. Right. Being fun to play and having enough of a story reason that's just supposed to be a vehicle to pull you forward into more chaotic action. Yeah. All right, that's the primary reason people love the game. One of the reasons I love the game, though, 
originally was the RPG backends and getting to build that character and getting to hunt and then do something with the materials you hunted with. All of that being gone, taking away the healing by you know by pulling things out, everything that I felt was unique about Far Cry has been has removed. almost been completely removed. Yeah, uh, and by doing so in an attempt to be more accessible, they have not quite but almost bastardized the series to where it feels like this game is just enough like Far Cry because like I say, you play it and you're like, this is Far Cry, but then all the other things that were like the, the meat and bones, it's like, here's yeah. a Far Cry skeleton and right? on the grand scale. It's, it's lacking it com- just, compared to the past games. It feels, and it, I don't, I, none of it feels like they transitioned their way out of it in a way that I felt was like really worthy. And I feel like those were things that personally needed to stay in the game. They are what gave the game its own identity to me. Now it starts to feel more like these other and I didn't play a lot of it I've played very 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 little of it but it feels like it's closer to Ghost Recon Wildlands which Ghost Recon Wildlands is a huge change for the, for the series but I, yeah. I wanted Far Cry to retain that series identity that it built to a T now I don't mean that things can't change but there are things that you've got to even if you want to evolve them you got to evolve them in ways that still that, that make the game the game the, it, it make it the unique still, experience it, yeah, it was. Because, yeah. I mean, Far still Cry, make it retain the name of the series it came from. Yeah, because Far Cry 3 was the breakout success for the series, but Far Cry 3 did so by still being unapologetically Far Cry yeah. and building onto Far Cry in ways that were really cool. And Far Cry 3 was the game that made people really put Far Cry on the radar and that made Far Cry 4 a huge success. And Primal was a pretty big success. And now 5 is the best-selling one. But I think 5 is the best-selling one based off of the pedigree of the series past, people talking about it, and then also what we're about to move on to in the spoiler territory, but I'll let you kind of state your last remarks right. before we do that, is the promise of what this game was supposed to be and may be for some people, may not be for and others. See, I'm curious to hear this because, I, like I said, I, I did not... Aside from like one some trailer, of it, some of it you'll you'll get when I start talking about it. Okay. But we'll save that. So, Saul, what's your kind of wrap up for okay. the whole game? So, I definitely recommend the game. Uh, any kind of first person fan, any kind of like any kind of freedom person who likes just to do what you want to do in a video game. This is one of my biggest draws. You're talking about freedom in America? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Apparently, uh, I guess we'll find out in the spoiler part. But um, so, like, I loved Metal Gear Solid Five so much because I could look at a base. And I could be like, okay, I'm going to go this way into it. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And I could do the same thing in Far Cry. I could take out my binoculars, mark the enemies, take them down with stealth, you know, go in, guns blazing. I can do whatever I want, and I like that kind of freedom. My problems with the game, why, and there's not many so far, uh, it's somewhat repetitive in terms of the uh, grand story. And I'll, I may elaborate on that in the spoilers. Brett already may touch on that as well. Yeah, because I, actually what I... I feel w- like it's a lot of the same thing repeating itself uh, in yeah, terms of and the some, territories. Some of it comes down to the way that they wanted to design the game, which is another complaint I have. But it makes more sense to talk about the complaint in, in spoilers and okay, stuff. What actually I'll quickly inject it because I do think that they're the first part of the complaint, not as to why it doesn't even make sense to me, but uh is it's a worry that Ryan had and I was hoping because I played four and it was there in four, but you could avoid it. Is the game's random event structure is just honestly a little too much. It's not that bad once you take out a couple outposts in the area. That's what that's what stops all sure, the, all I guess, the, but you know, things, I'm consistently all moving, the patrols so. and stuff, yeah. But they still uh, exist, and they, they happen definitely when you first find yourself in an area. Yeah. It's so frequent that you start to feel like it's pulling you away from... You don't get a, t- a chance to admire the game. It, well, it pulls you away from playing the game the way you want to play it, right? Because now you're either going to die, or you're going to have to... No, no I, w- I I still played pretty still. Like, I still did everything kind of Well, no, I don't way. mean like that. Like, if I'm on the way to somewhere, like a quest... Yeah. 
now I'm trying to get there. That's the way I want to do it. I'll, right now, in this particular section of the game, I'm wanting to get to the next part in the quest. But in getting there, all the random events that are trying to go on around me are starting to stop me and slow me down or halt me or even sometimes if I screw up, die. Well, and then being set further back you, when I was just trying to get like somewhere. It sounds like you drove a lot of vehicles. No, not really. I ran a lot. See, I, I almost never entered a vehicle at all. And but I, I don't wrong. I is, would drive occasionally when yeah. it would make the most sense to get a far distance early game. I didn't mind the random events in terms of like me running and then that's like a road. And I'm going to cross the road. And I see cultists shooting at civilians. I'm, like, I'm going to save those civilians. Yeah, quick. and, and pop, I did pop, that too. And then, you know, save them and that's done. I didn't find that too tiring. Um, but I did find that the repetitive structure of the main story is there. It's pretty much do this main quest, do these other smaller main quest and fill this bar up to go fight the boss. And yeah. We'll elaborate more on that. I don't think I really need to at that point. Yeah. Um, I mean, I want to elaborate on it because of, but there's the reasoning behind it is I don't want to spoil anything tied to the way that you feel that bar and what happens as you continue uh, okay. to do it. But, um, but other than that, like <laughs> really realistically, just the repetitive repetitiveness of the game, because the story so far has been great. I love the story. The characters are, are fine for what they are. Uh, specifically, Father Joseph. He's actually really, really good. The actor who played him did a really good job, in my opinion. The opening, like, ten minutes of that game are fantastic. Uh, the very church, strong opening. Yeah, but very strong Then opening. there's other things. That, that's why I want to get into the spoiler okay. territory. Uh, but other, as far as other flaws besides just kind of repetitive story uh, progression is that it, there's just some side missions that are just really, really, really annoying. And I feel like I needed to do them once I started. And, like, there's one, and I don't even think this is a side mission, but you have to kill a certain amount of boats and cars. It is so annoying to track down those boats that are thousands of meters away from you, only to be out in the middle of a lake. And then if you, there's three of them, if you take a boat, they're going to kill you because they all have mounted guns. You can't snipe them because you can't snipe this far away in this game. So if I had to go get a, I had to go find a rocket launcher at a shop and then come back, and by then they had moved upstream even farther. So I had to go then find a boat. It was really annoying. And that's not the only mission I have complaints with. Luckily, that mission's avoidable because every story mission in the game weirdly kind of is avoidable. If you don't want to do a particular mission, there's another way to fill that progress up. But uh, Which is interesting. Which is. does go back to a strong sense of freedom. Trying to let you play the way you want to play while some things are taking away. Well, it's like the, That's why I'm saying the game is a weird juxtaposition. But moving on into clear so, spoiler yeah, so territory. If you are in your car, we're going to give you guys a solid 10 seconds. Um, this way, you know... you. Pause us, do whatever you need to, and if you're at home, just you know, click that pause button, come back when you beat the game, and then when you do beat the game, jump down in the comments and let us know what you thought of our spoiler section. Be sure to tag it, though. Um, so here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1, and we are in spoiler territory. If you're still here, you're making a mistake. If you have not beaten the game, we haven't, so we're making kind of a mistake ourselves. We're just kind of touching on a little hey, things Hey, we're just here touching on the story parts this that we are aware of This is an impressions video, not a review. Okay, so Saul. Okay. I got some qualms. Don't, don't spoil something for me, though, because you're, you're a little farther than I, I am. I promise. I, I promise I want. This is what I need to know from you in this particular section before sure. I go any further. Yes. Where exactly in the face area are you? I am like probably a thousand RP away from beating it. From from her, okay. Yeah, from then I know her. then I know what to filter out. Okay, because I've beaten Jacob's section. I know you've beaten John's section, right? I've beaten John's. I've beaten Faith's, Faith's and I'm uh, on Jacob's. I'm about halfway through Jacob's. So. Okay, I'm glad you said that because now I know where to filter myself out. Okay, because so, I beat Jacob. With that being said, as a grand scheme of what my problem with the game is in terms of the way they've set this up is for no matter how strong of an opening it was and it was very good it was very strong too the continuation 
as you continue to go on. And one of the things I didn't mention in the non-spoiler section that I didn't mean to get to, which is fine, is the character creation, which is the most pointless, kind of pointless thing in the yeah. world. I think and the, I mean the, the armor customization is cool because you do see your gloves you're wearing and stuff, and I thought that was a nice little Yeah, touch. but I mean, oh well, because really it's, it's, but it's have you noticed, so shallow. But have you ever noticed? It is very shallow. I swear I saw somebody playing with a beard. I don't know how you get beards. I swear I saw a reviewer have a beard. Well, first of all, why, I mean, what does it matter? You don't see it. That's true, but you do kind of see it. Have you ever seen your wanted posters around town? Nah, probably. I don't know. Oh no, no, you would know if you saw it. It's, it's literally your custom made character on wanted posters. I mean, I don't know. My custom made character didn't spend two minutes on it. it it's stupid and shallow, uh, and not yeah, even went, not even like, in depth. I went to like so. The, not only is it there for no damn reason. It's 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 not even a good character yeah. customization. Like, you know, so you're so I know where you're gonna go. You're about to go into uh, pretty much the protagonist not being there. Okay, no, there's a couple of things. So yes. I will start with that since you you said that is I do not like the idea of a silent protagonist and there's a number of reasons I do not like the idea for a silent protagonist. Uh, video listener Saul's adjusting himself. <laughs> uh huh. Um, that's why one of the th- you're adjusting you're adjusting your muscles to prepare for a sitting. Uh, but yeah, no. The thing about that is that with the lack of a clear character. I have such a hard time connecting with my character's motivations to do anything in this game. And what I want to say about that is like, and it's a little different for you because you didn't play three and four, which had very strong, you know, protagonist involvement yeah, in Peg terms and of dialogue. Pagan men. Well, and, no, that, that's antagonist. Uh, oh, antagonist. Uh, but no, oh, oh your, yeah. Your character. Okay. So one of the things about two is that two had a mostly silent, but still occasionally speaking protagonist, right? Yeah, with a bad and, case of mosquito bites. And you, had, and you were given a clear, reasonable thing and you heard him and you, you imagined him as a character. And some of this may come down to personal qualms, but it really comes down to just feeling no connection to the way the game wants to present. And it's stuff to you. Uh, so what it comes down to is that three and four had very strong protagonists in terms of the fact that they said dialogue and they were their own character. Now, yes, you can make some decisions to influence them, but you just felt like you were making decisions based off of, you know, where you wanted them to go mixed with who they were. Like it, that's how I took it. But in this game, I feel like there's no reason that I personally, from a character standpoint, because my guy's not talking and telling me the reason why he would care about all these things or why he would do any of this, I feel like my character motivations are pointless and that they're actually just straight non-existent. Yeah, like, at this point in time, like, you're obviously not... This game does a really good job. I'm going on a little tangent. This game does a really good job of making the game world feel apocalyptic, but it's not. That's what I really do like. About Actually, it. the game the game does a really bad job of that in my no, opinion. No, and you it, want to like, know why? So everything g- give feels me your, give it, me your reasons as to why, and I will tell game, you my reasons ga- as to why the, not. The game feels lifeless. Like other than the couple civilians you see driving around and stuff, like the the population. I feel like for towns this big, like when you think about it, this is a jail. So there are thousands of inmates somewhere around here or another that you don't ever see. It, you go, literally go into like a small city area. You have like restaurants and stuff. You don't see any of these people out except for the couple of civilians. So like it feels like, and they're probably all dead, but it feels like an apocalypse, but it's not. Like it feels like a zombie story, especially you get to the jail. It reminded me a lot of like season three of Walking Dead, but um, which is the last good season, but um. It, like, it, it felt like, re- I feel really closed off, like, going inside preppers and stuff like that, it makes you feel like that this is the end of a world style game, but I also wonder, why can't the character at this point just get a car and drive away? Like, okay, now really cares the this is emotions. where we're going to go into setup of the story, right? Okay, so the way the game is set up, aside from his, uh, and this ties into your thing, his buddy being kidnapped by Faith, or by everything, but eventually, you know what, you know, here's the thing, we're not, gonna, we're not going to go into all this uh, just yet. 
What I want to say is the game setup. Okay, for those who've played it, we are with where we're at. The game setup is is strong, right? I will admit that, but it's only strong because of specifically the way the marshal is wanting to react to Joseph. But realistically, the star of the opening is Joseph. Of course, yeah. All right, and then of course the crazy cult actions that lead you into the hell that you end up getting into. A dude literally kills himself to stop the helicopter. He jumps into the propellers of the helicopter yeah. to stop it. So awesome, right? And then the, how creepy he is whenever he's like, "I he's told you, singing God, singing to you. you." Yeah, yeah. He just comes into view singing. And then of course the, the you know the little twist of him saying like everything's clear here, Peggy, and she's like, uh, "Of course, praise be the Father." Or something. Oh yeah, on the on the on the call, and then you're yeah. like that. Bitch Peggy, or whatever yeah. her name was. Her name was, it was something weird with I was going to say, it'd be ironic if it was Peggy. Peggy. Yeah. It would be funny. Uh, I think it was like Penny. No okay, joke. Yeah, it was, it was something. Uh, but regardless, yeah, so the setup, strong. Really set the mood. But here, And then it goes as far as to explain some things that help you. Because the first, the first gap you have to get over when you move this game into the United States is, if this is happening in the middle of the United States, why are the United States not doing anything about it? Yeah, like, like you are there with a U.S. Marshal, but I feel like... There's something else that could be have been done. So other than here, well, here's the thing: two people. Here's you're the, well, a junior four, deputy. Four people is what they send as a whole. You, the sheriff, the, the girl, and the and the other. The girl's not. They didn't send because she's praise be father. She's with them already. So they no, could, no, no, not not the not the. Who's the other girl you're talking there's about? There's four people in the helicopter at the beginning. You have yourself, oh, 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 the sheriff, oh, oh. the girl who John has. Yeah, and then the guy. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, and then, U.S. Marshal. Yeah, the U.S. Marshal. And I guess actually there's technically, I mean, I don't know, it's something like a fifth because there's one that's in Jacob's area. Um, he says that you should have run, you shouldn't have even come here, and he's wearing the, the helicopter thing. I don't know if he's a pilot or what. Uh, yeah. I, um, I can't remember but, him being but, there. But, but essentially it's you and then three other people with the U.S. Marshal, and you're a junior deputy. Okay, but I have – let's continue to roll through. So th- what the story does to set up there is that it says, hey – now that this has happened and that he's got himself bleeding in enough into the police and everything, he's cut all phone lines, all communication lines, everything. He's shut down all the roads. There's no way anybody's getting in or out. He's got planes patrolling the sky. If someone tries to fly in, they can get him, right? So there's no way that anybody can get the message out that things have gone this south, right? Fine. That's great. That's how it needs to happen. But the first thing the game does to just, like, to just completely go against that and just drive away from that is my direct response to what you said on your tangent, and that is that the game does an awful job of making it seem like it's holding true to the story that it's set up. This town is not that big. There, the cities that you go to do not have that many homes in them. Falls End is not very big at all. Uh, which I don't know if you've been to John's area yet, but that's where uh, Falls no, End is. No, I know. You, well, you basically start in Falls End. That's your very first mission to go to. Basically, but you oh, don't have to go that route. Yeah, no, but, I did not go that route, yeah. So, but Falls End, okay, you go to, not very big, right? It's no. like a church and a couple, and like a, a drinking tavern that's way yeah. too big for the amount of houses that are around. And then even if you start talking about the random houses that are out and about, right? Everything's far spread out. There's obvious that what this is a, a more country town. There's probably not a lot of people because there's not a lot of homes. Even when you, even ex- including what I've seen home-wise in Jacob's area, Face area, and John's area, including H- Dutch's Island in the middle, there's just not that many people, right? But do you know how many cultists I've killed? Probably 500 or 600 or 700 or 1,000. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you know how many civilians have died because I didn't get to them in time or because I accidentally shot them or whatever it be? Probably a handful. Okay, way. I've seen plenty of them die because I don't get to them in time or because Uh-oh. they're dead on the road because uh, one of the angels or whatever got, got to them. them. All right. Those are cool. Here's the problem. No one's coming in or out. 
How are there more civilians? How are there more cultists? Yeah. How are there more? I can see that. It, it, the biggest problem is that every old Far Cry game, you could suspend disbelief because you were just in the, out in the wild. These could be hired mercenaries. These right. could be uh, private military. These could be people coming in because the roads aren't shut down. These could be people coming into this problem. You know, well, and, and every bit extent. of that when you saw these people. You're like, okay, whatever, I get this. There's at least a way to suspend your disbelief. This game constantly fights that by saying, hey, there's no way anybody's supposed to be coming in here, and there's all these people dying, yet here's more people. I can imagine that, like any city that's like on a mountain like that, there's a highway, a major highway near there somewhere. They have to block off. Because then they people would find it. Yeah, every, no, everything's, if, everything's blocked off. I would something. imagine somebody who tries to travel down that blocked off highway or even goes to that blocked off highway could become kidnapped. I, I, see, that's the thing, though. It's like I've been having so much fun with the gameplay alone. I, I had these little things haven't popped up. That's why I'm not going to have much at all for spoilers. Yeah, and, and it gets weird for you because you're also coming back, so you're kind of getting over. Yeah. You're, you're, you're I'm more so you're like, like whoa, back to Far Cry. Playing, this is more so like where, a very new person with a little bit of Far Cry. Even though I had quite a lot, it's just so long ago. Yeah, see, whereas I've, I've been Far Cry, Far Cry, Far Cry, Far Cry, and the thing yeah. is, is that all the other games did a better job of handling this specific aspect. I would definitely say that if you are a new Far Cry person, you would love this game. Like. Sure, I guess, but my point being is that that's my qualm with it, right? Yeah. I'm not saying this has to be for everybody, and I'm not saying it's it's honestly to the detriment of the game. I still think it's a good game. It's just I think it could have been better uh, in this particular aspect. I feel like there should have been more of a reason. Now, the, the now having a completely voiceless protagonist that you're supposed to make, your character model ends up looking bad because they didn't spend enough time, whereas when, before when you saw your character model on 3 and 4, uh, I don't even think you did in 4, but you saw your character your character's face in 3, uh, and you looked good. At the very beginning, did you? You looked good, though. I mean, like you, you saw your character. You're like, I look like a good character model when you die now that you see your body when you die whereas in the other games you it's didn't like, it's it, looks ra- like a, it's, it looks like a PUBG character it's ragdoll stuff and it looks like a PUBG character which is not the multiplayer looks that like is, PUBG to be fair yeah, too. <laughs> and that's not uh, a good it's thing it's still fun uh, in my opinion, for the level of game this is. Uh, but yeah, suspension of disbelief is a big deal. Character motiva- motivations are a big deal, and that comes from it being silent. He doesn't say anything, and the problem with that is and that people talk to you on the radio, right? right. In the previous games, when people talk to you on the radio, you would respond. And that may be- and, and you would start to build this character. You're like, oh man, my character's pissed at him for this, or he's trying, or he's trying to hurry, or he's got some other reason, or he's going to say something. You know, He's got feelings and thoughts, and he's a person. That- I feel like I'm just a shell doing things that I'm told to do. Well, see, that may be where, and this is what a difference we've always had is that like this this might be where and i like it so much because there is nobody talking and i can just think by myself like yeah okay i'll go do this because this is literally me doing this like this is my experience sure, and breaking off is, is because one thing, because right. at this point there's no actual but, okay but while, protagonist like story sure but okay let's 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 go back depth. so if there's no depth to your protagonist and there's no character development and there's no reason that is pre-established as right. to why you should care right yeah. and that's what uh, that's what character building is going to do then why are you going out of your way to stop john to, well, you, to, still, uh, you, you still got a kidnapped and see i haven't gotten that far see, but on, let's let's go to uh jacob all right. I don't know who he has or if he has anybody, but my point being, why specifically Faith? You know that Faith has the Marshal, right? All right, and beautiful area by the way. Like yeah, no, super cool. Uh, but yeah, so you know that Faith has the Marshal, right? All right, and you know that eventually Faith gets the Sheriff, right? No, did not know that. <laughs> you should have already. Nope. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm only a thousand RP. A thousand RP is quite a lot, by the way. That's like three missions. Yeah, but I mean, you, he, that happens after the third hunting, and that's actually the last cutscene I had was when the marshal came back, but he's still kind of out of it. 
Must be your phone. Well, then you're farther than a thousand RP, boy. No, my bar is like not much at all. Left. Well, I'm sorry to. And that could be I'm that, sorry to ruin that for that you. Be, I guess it doesn't really. No, no, that's not a huge spoiler to me. Like, and that's what that's the thing is like. I'm literally like just playing the game. This game could have no story, and I wouldn't care. Okay, it's well, such a good gameplay. Sure, I mean like, the gameplay is good, but if you're gonna, those, if you're gonna have a story, then why half ass it? If, that's within true. reason. Now, of course, I've I've said something to the contrary because I said that Lords of the Fallen was just a fun game, and Lords of the Fallen was just a fun game. But here's the thing: this game had the ambition. It has the story that keeps me going. It had the ambition to try and, and, and market itself as this big story. And we'll get into the marketing in a minute. I still want to spend a little more time on the character motivations. Uh, but when you're doing all that, I feel like you have to start trying to bring it home, right? If you're going to you're gonna be like, a story is going to be a big deal. That's why the subject matter is so important. And that's how we're marketing it. It's going to be this crazy thing. It's going to be a social commentary. And all that we'll get into a little bit later. But when you, when you start to go over through character, when you don't have this voice character and you're supposed to be doing these things, yeah, okay, sure. I guess you could just use them as, okay, it's just the next vehicle for me to move to a new area and do, do something different, which it's actually already an issue because most of what you're doing is the same. Uh, the majority extent, of the, the yeah. majority of the way that you build your your uh, resistance meter is by freeing civilians, blowing up property, um, uh, um, outpost, and then sorry missions. Yeah, have you done the alien gun? No, not yet. Okay. But I know I know where what you're talking about. Yeah, um, got a character from so the with that. Movie in there. Let's go to okay. So the marshal, right? Right. You're led to believe. Uh, no, okay, let's just go off of your actual description, which is this is you. Right. So you're is, you. Your right. very first and only interaction with the marshal. No. Hold up. I guess you could split into two if you wanted, but your very first and only interaction with the marshal, just to finish the way I worded it, uh, is going to the the compound or the church, going in there, talking to Joseph. Then y'all okay. get back in. Y'all wreck. You run, you find him, y'all drive somewhere, get wrecked, and then you wake up. Okay? That, so that the whole intro. The intro is right. the only time you sit with him. Why do you care as a player to it, go and save him? Because it's fun to kill the enemies. See, but do you, <laughs> the gameplay works so well that that's not something that, like... I, and I, mean, I, that's, I guess I it's good that you're. That. I guess it's good that you're. The, yeah, you're I, that kind of person because we can bounce these things off of each other. I haven't other, thought of that at all. It's basically like, oh, they got my friend. Let me go find how to get my friend out. Now, but, who has my friend? Hey, these mountains look kind of cool. I'm in Jacob's area. Cool. Let me. Does he have my friend? No, he doesn't have my friend. Let me go down to Faith's area because that's you know cult waifu down here. I'm gonna go down here and, and see what she's about. Okay, and that's where I'm at now. But it's not like near where like I'm thinking about the story of anything when I'm not not playing it. Like near, I was sitting there thinking in my head about the story this is more so of like yeah it's pretty decent like the the main bad guy's really cool i haven't seen a whole lot of him but like i want to get to him which is like, actually a, another thing i have about the game but that's why i want to say it's very clearly these are my qualms these are things that i oh, have yeah, problems yeah. with definitely and I, and these are framed around the me being a longtime far cry fan and what this does in comparison to what the series had done before and why i feel like this is actually in some ways a step back Right. Uh, no voice protagonist, huge, huge deal with me because I don't feel connected to my character at all. It's, that's, and yeah, that's it's actually different. kind of making me not care that much to go through. The most interesting parts of the game where they try, and every game's done this, where they try and like flip things on its head to make you kill other people or whatever like that to make you crazy, like the bliss, going into the bliss and doing all these different things. But Which, <laughs> when you're in Jacob's whole thing... Like, are you killing real people or is this supposed to be a hallucination? That's never made clear. Neither is it in face area. Like that's that when they disappear as gas. It's like, did I kill somebody? Well, see, like that's one thing that irritated me is that like 
obviously you you did something. Bec- oh well, you haven't beaten Jacob's area yet. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, but here, well, here's yeah. my point. My- it's obviously impactful, but I just don't know how or why. Like, like it's never explained. Like, I'm in the bliss. Okay, I'm in this room. It's like an arcade. It feels like the very original COD zombies. Like, it feels just like that. And for some reason, I'm doing it. I don't know why. Like, I guess it's kind of revealed towards the end there. But it's like at that point, it's like has all the past ones been real, and this one hasn't. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, see, and that's the setup. I, even that even may be what it leads you to believe. Even may, face area is weird because it starts to be like, what is it, what is and is it happening? Yeah, how is she doing some of these things? So that doesn't even make sense because now it sure does. It starts to get into some supernatural. It's areas. like, how did I pull that man out the gate? <laughs> that's like, that's my point. He was like not there. So you randomly get into the bliss, and now the bliss is a new dimension I'm that just, you can go I'm and just reach. Running somebody. through a field high as shit, and, <laughs> and then like there's th- the guy. But then you're suddenly just warping to this man and pulling. Out. See, none of this makes sense. I don't sense. know. That's my I don't point. know. But it's been such a fun game to do that I don't care. I'm going to go kill me some more. I keep want to say Nazis. And, and you know, my They're thing is, Nazis. like, They're the game's cultists. so fun, right? And I'm still playing it. And the story is enough that I'm really hoping that as I get to the end, it goes through. I really hope there's a good payoff with Joseph, is yeah, what I'm so thinking. Now that we've gotten through all that, those are the majority of my complaints. I mean, it's just that there's, there's so many things that make me feel disconnected from the game from a story perspective. And you know, me being a story person, I at least, even if it's not a great story, I want to feel like you I want understand. A, a good story. I, you want I just, a solid story. I want to understand why my character is doing what he's doing. Yeah, you want character motivation. And it, that's why, it, it you know, we, we often talk about I don't normally play games where you make your own character. Or if I or do, even games like Monster Hunter for super, super long because once you're done with the story and then we're done with the end game activities, you wait for an update to come back. See, and then the weird thing about Monster Hunter is that Monster Hunter still did give me enough of a reason of why I'm doing things because the setup was different, right? Yeah. My thing is like one of the setups to, I guess to finish off the, the story part is that one of the setup problems I have is that apparently you're a it's deputy a, here, junior deputy. Do, have you not lived here ever? Or cause no, you're, 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 you're not a U.S. Marshal deputy. You're a deputy yeah. under the sheriff. And that's what I'm And the sheriff's been that's there. What, so why confusing. don't you know any of this is going on? Well, why do you not know these areas? See, why I, do you? Why do people if, not know who you are? Why I do you? I don't know if junior deputy is a broad term enough to go into the U.S. Marshal. Like you're a junior deputy for the U.S. Marshal. Well, but the, but I know specifically because the sheriff is ordering you in different things as you're playing as you're playing the game. You are the sheriff, and they deputy. keep calling you rookie too. And yeah, I don't know. You're, you're the rook. You're the rookie. You're the rookie. Junior, you're the junior deputy. Right. You're a rookie. I can't imagine they mean that for that area. No, I would really hope not. I mean, it sounds like you're a rookie. No, no, I know that. That's what I'm thinking. But Hope County and Hope County's bigger, so of course there's gonna be multiple cities. I'm pretty right? sure you're a rookie for the for the U.S. Marshals. No, I'm telling you, you. There's no absolute there's, way I'm a deputy to Hope County. There is something coming up where you're a deputy to the sheriff, and you will know this uh, because of a line that he said. That's not a spoiler by any standard, but it's it's made clear that you that's, are a deputy to the sheriff. I know that never so crossed my, my mind that I'm from this area. Now, the <laughs> only person who's from the U.S. Is the U.S. Marshal. Yeah. He's the only. You mean from different states. Yeah, you know what I mean? But he's from the government. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, I guess you know, state government. He's from the federal government. So you're a brand from the new state. So, so maybe you, you maybe you transferred in from another job or from another state, and that was really? your first mission is to go to a cultist church. So, I guess. so you you're a junior deputy, and you moved to this place knowingly. See, maybe not knowingly though. That that may be the whole first part of that. May be the whole. You don't point think of the that you went and did an interview and be like, man, what's up with these crazy crosses and the statue of a man that I've never seen before? That's true too. The gameplay's fun though. <laughs> I'm gonna keep falling back on that. I mean, that's fine. It is but, a super satisfying gameplay. <laughs> and I mean, I, I'm sure the argument can be made that I'm just digging in and looking too deeply into things, right? But I mean, these are my problems with the game. I mean, yeah, it is a first-person shooter. Moving story. on into the marketing, and it's going to be the last thing that we do because this has gone on actually longer Way than I too thought long, it would. Yeah, I got um, pulled pork at home. That's that's uh, probably going to be too. It's gonna be tough. This was, it was already thirty minutes ago, and um, I hope my slow cooker didn't. Explode well, then anymore. let's wrap this up. But 
the point being, yeah, like what, what's the market? Because the way the marketing, the, the game, the way the game is marketing is it's going to be this. Like the way they kept showing it was like, oh man, this is going to be a controversial story, right? This is going to be about this. People were wanting to be like, oh, this is about Christians. This is a big deal, right? The game has almost on the game for the most part is not even about. It's it, it doesn't even focus as much on religion as you would think it does. It doesn't Outlast, at all. Outlast and Outlast Two felt more to the to their subject so, matter than this game has. Was that something that this this game was marketed as, as yes. being like a heavy uh, religious? It thing? was supposed to be very religious. Because I, I mean, and you're a, wrong. It, it it is the base. It's the subject matter. It's the right. base. It's the cult. Yes. And see, that's what I knew going into. But it. the rest that, of the game does not really frame it off that. It's actually about just individual people and then what they're doing. I mean, it, it's loosely there and it's loosely in there enough to stitch things together. But and see, that's what I'm curious about with Joseph because like, there was supposed to be a lot of political stuff in this game, though. I'm right? glad there's not. Oh, but in in a way of social commentary, right? And here's the thing I love about social commentary. Well, hold on. Here's the thing I love about social commentary is that social commentary, regardless of what it's supposed to be, is like the whole time when you're consuming a product, right? Right. Different characters have their own motivations, right? So you start to see the game through like, say your protagonist, say your protagonist has a very specific idea about what politically is okay in this setup and what's going on in the, in the grand scheme of things like maybe racism or sexism or, uh, religious, you know, purging and stuff like that. Well, here's first of all, a lot of the games you like already cover a lot of things that are political. Yeah, but they're not pop out annoying at you. Like, well, no, and I don't game, mean like, that. Like, but this game also doesn't do anything. Here's the problem with this game: this game was saying it's going to be about social commentary and framing itself and talking about it in a way. I was, and I, then I never instead, heard that. I, I didn't what it does that was a thing. Well, yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be. It's taking place in America. It's going to have a religious cult and talking about what happens when certain groups of people are starting to get terrorized. It was supposed to be a social commentary. Is not supposed to be direct. It's supposed to be a mirror in a yeah. way that you see the things going on here that mirror the thing and then they, here's the thing though because of the medium different characters are supposed to take their own political stances on this but instead no character ever takes a stance on what's going on besides it's obviously good or it's obviously bad right and I guess that's- when things come up there is no stance and I and now th- this is the thing. This would never be a reason I would tell someone not to buy the game, except for the fact that if you went into the game with this expectation, it's not going to meet the expectation. Yeah, like now I, in terms of what matters in the game, we covered that in the pre spoiler part. The game is fun. It is a good game. Right now, right. it's a good game when you don't try and dive too deeply in the story. If you are someone who right. loves story, this starts to be where it weak points out. Now, from a arc to arc basis, I liked face arc. I don't like that face. I don't necessarily think that what, face. Did you, how did you like John's arc compared to everybody else? Because John, John's one. arc was good as well. Okay. But here's the thing. John's arc, and I, I like face arc better. Uh, okay. But some of that is to do with just the, her area being more wild. Right. I feel like John is supposed to be the first area in terms of, I think they, I can, I'm pretty I think sure they, they, thought, they drop you and falls in. The closer, no, the closer well, it falls in than anything else. You're in the island and then they tell you to do it falls in. But the, I think coincidentally, most, that's in the middle of all of them that is not in anybody's area. Yeah. The one spot of land that's not in anybody's region. So the, the, but the way that ends up being like, you know, they, they thought the game were going to go down there. Uh, I think because it's the first thing it tells you to do. So I think that they think, and I did. I mean, I just followed the, the objective marker. I was like, I'll start down here. I know that you can go other areas. Yeah. Um, but, oh, Lord. I just explored um, my north. So ah. here's the thing. I like the individual character arcs, right? I like John's arc enough. It was cool. But how it fits into the grand scheme, right now, I don't feel like it's very strong. Face, I don't feel like it's very strong. And... Okay, in previous games like three and four, you would see Pagan or you would see uh, Voss or you would see later game three. Um, anyway, you would see these characters spur their way in and antagonize you and do these things. Uh, the main bad guy, right? And then you would see the individual people 
on their own thing. You would see, see them you, occasionally, right? You haven't even really seen Joseph. In this game, you only which is see what I'm really curious you about. only see Joseph when you're done with an area, right? Or in face visions. But that's not really seeing Joseph. That's well, like the only other time that you see him. Jacob's or Jacob, you've seen, you've seen him once or twice before you're in with done with his area. Oh I man, okay. When you're in so the cage, yeah, well, but that's Jacob. I'm talking about you see those people. You see John no, no, plenty I'm of about, times. You see Joseph. Oh, Joseph. Yeah, okay, when gotcha, you're in sorry. the cage, the Joseph and Jacob are right there talking to each other. Okay, and talking to you. That's how you learn. One of the only other times that you see think that about faith. Yeah, the only, one of the only times you see that in John's area. Which have you started it yet? No, okay. I'm not done. A then I'm not going to talk John's about area, it. But yeah. basically, you'll normally see him at least once at the beginning. But that's it. He doesn't come back to antagonize you. He's not spending enough time. You're getting all your building from him. From just hearing what the other people are saying, which is kind of smart in a way, because definitely faith, as you continue to go, you start to wonder how exactly she feels about all this, because you're seeing all of her stuff through the bliss, right? Right. And you start to hear things, you're like, is that a nugget of truth, or is that, yeah, like are you how, still trying to deceive me? No, or? No, something I am kind of confused about, is faith supposed to be Joseph's girlfriend? Uh, not necessarily, but okay. Is, is they're like not they're partner? not real family. No, I know that much. Um, he, he, she was basically a drug addict. He found yeah, and saved. And there's a there's a part coming up. See, there and they're interesting parts. Consistently, the most interesting part of the game is specifically Joseph. Uh, yeah, like I want to know what's happen. gonna happen, and I'm hoping the game resolves itself in, in a really. Strongly. But you know, I, I said I hope this game would be very unapologetically like, oh, this is really super Christian cultist. Outlast Two did that. This well, see, game is not trying as hard to do that. This game is trying harder to just give you a reason to keep going from area I to do, area. I do know that, like, I went into the game thinking, like, this is going to be sick. This is going to be, like, we're from people in the Bible Belt. This is going to be somewhat in the Bible Belt kind of realm of things. It's going to be a cult. It's going to be like Westboro Baptist Church at the extremes. It is like that for some of the visuals, but not necessarily the people. You know what's funny? Is I, and I think back to John's Some thing. of the visuals are really cool, like the crucified people, the people who are like laying down with, like in that formation with the spikes of the body. Like This is cool. And then seeing sinner and stuff. Yeah, but see, that, that stuff is not extent, reflected that you actually see going on. It's like you're seeing the aftermath of it, which is not as engaging well, I was gonna say, that's and the engrossing. Ex- that's the extent of it, unless you're dealing with one of the main characters. Yeah. Which is, because you don't hear cultists, like, unless I'm wrong. Like I, I mean, I heard him call me sinner. But like, I, like it'd be interesting to see other things happen that like that. Like you see it in progress. I do think the, the cool that if you um, you probably did it already, but in face area when you go to the uh, theme park or whatever, the amusement park, and the guy standing up there, and you're sitting there killing all the um, what are those zombies called? Angels. Angels. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do that one. Which one? I'm sorry. Uh, he's like playing a song. Oh yes, it was fun. That was fun. See, like that's that's the thing. Is like the fun keeps me going. Like. I would, I do. I am very curious about the end game, though. Like, what is going to happen with Joseph? Like, I really want to know, and I really hope it's a strong ending. Because if it's not, it'll be definitely. You know, I'd recommend it on sale. Uh, no, I'd probably recommend it buying it if you've never played a Far Cry game. One more weird thing for story for me. Yeah. Uh, that I feel like you've done enough of to be able to to agree with or disagree with. I don't like that every area you go to has this bar, and every time you fill up a bar, you get hunted or marked. Or no, yeah, that is uh, super annoying. And then the fact that every time that that it, happens, it, it's you're, it's impossible to not to get ha- have it happen to you. Yeah, actually, it, a, it it's, a, a, it's impossible. B, you always get to go see the the protagonist for the area. You know, the 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 main protagonist Which for that is, area. It is. It's and they don't do anything to you. It's supposed to be interesting because it's supposed to make you feel like. It's to bring you closer to the end goal of each of these protagonists or antagonists. But the thing is, it's like it would be so much cooler for it to say, like, during Jacob's part, you're being hunted. And instead of just, like, going outside and getting hit by a dart from some random direction, it'd be cool to see, like, three or four trucks coming down that were special. 
that were and his. that you did have the ability to fight to your way out of yeah. or run or, or whatever. Yeah, and, and, it'd be and, very hard to run. Like they have air support and everything. And then maybe but. say like you are the hunter after you kill them all to let you know like they're not after me anymore. Like it would be sick, but they don't do that. Instead, I was in the middle of a outpost. I killed the outpost. The stupid the cutscene with the down da down da down which is another thing I do want to mention real quick. Um, but I, I did that. I was blowing up a safe. And I got hit, and I'm like, that did not hurt me. What what was that? And then I was like, oh, you fall. that was Jacob's thing. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, no. it's annoying, and it makes the game feel like it's paced badly in those particular spots. It feels every area you go into, you know it's going to happen right when it's going on. So, Have you ever seen Logan Lucky? No, but I know what you're you talking really about. You really need to see Logan Lucky. Um, every single note in this game, and I can do this because I'm from the South. I read it with an incredibly thick South accent. I do not know why. Like, me and Annie were sitting there one day, and, like, I forgot what the note said, but it was like, me and Mama went down to the grocery store, and we picked us up some broccoli and some tuna fish. Oh, man. And like, I don't know what it was. Now, but here's like, the thing. Most of the characters in the game are not, they're, they're pretty bad. So, I mean, like, they, their purpose is trying to make like, you sound sound. Well, it's kind of weird. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's good, though. But we thank you guys for tuning in. I think that's pretty much the extent. Yeah, no, that's Junior. about what I had to say. This actually went on a lot longer than I thought, so I hope that yeah, we, we didn't bore anybody throughout normally, this. This is, you know, this is our, to be fair, this is our first time doing this in a while. I think next time that we do this, we're going to try and scope it down. 45 minutes to an hour, I think, is a perfect... I'd say 30, I'd say 30 I to 45 would be yeah. best. So, but hey, you know what? If you watch this, listen to this a all the end of this episode. point, yeah. and uh, and you like it, and then great. If you think that we should scope things down and be a little more prepared when we talk, I actually think that's probably a good you, idea. That's what listen, I aim to do. So. If you listen on YouTube, throw a like at us if you enjoy the content. If you don't, yeah. let us know why in the comments. Throw a dislike. We don't care. We just want to know we want feedback yeah and, and if you uh, are an avid soundcloud listener you know coming over and if you you know just want to hang out on youtube and if you i don't think there's a way to like to talk on soundcloud and if you don't have a twitter just pop on a youtube and uh, throw a comment down there and, and just hang out with us um but i think that about wraps it up i definitely think it's an enjoyable experience so far with a with some nitpicks and it's really been fun yeah i agree so i'll wrap it up there too if you like this video or audio thing uh consider subscribing if you're on youtube or following us on podcast services uh because you know normally we post our episodes like we said on mondays if this is your first time joining us otherwise if you are a normal person that we interact with often then we will see you on our next episode of the podcast so thank you Saul, for joining me thank you